Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And welcome to the SmackDown preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the Dadly Boys, Michael Sidgwick from What Culture, to look ahead to tonight's episode of Friday Night SmackDown. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review Raw and SmackDown, but also NXT, AEW, Dynamite, pay per views. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a bloody quiz, of course on WrestleCulture. As I said, though, joined by Michael Sidri to look ahead to SmackDown tonight, the go-home show ahead of Money in the Bank. And best of all, Michael Sidgwick, fans are back. You know, I'm very consistent and unbiased. Mm -hmm. Therefore, I'm going to have to do the same thing that I do ahead of every single AEW preview and review. And that is say, I'm still terrified by the prospect of all of these uh, fans coming back with the Delta variant surging and rates and transmissibility and all this stuff skyrocketing. But, hey, there's nothing I can do about it but watch these shows. And on an objective level, even WWE shows are going to be significantly better with fans Mm. in attendance. And this is legitimately the first episode of SmackDown I've really highly anticipated, not with any kind of hope of some fundamental creative change or any, like, blow-away awesome out-of-this-world quality, but just because of a sense of momentousness. Mm. Um, they're probably not going to break the wheel. They're <laughs> probably going to bring one or two faces back and they'll get a pop and they'll probably be normalised in some rubbish food or other in three or four weeks' time. But this weekend is going to be very good at a minimum. And there are people who will go, that's WWE, how can that be? Like WrestleMania was class. Like yeah, WrestleMania, exactly. particularly night one, it was class. The sheer novelty will haul this show over the line. Um, so yeah, I can't wait. Well, I can wait, but I'm actually going to turn on the thing that I watch uh, WWE shows on with a sense of actual, not existential dread. So that's good. Yeah, exactly. And we could get an, let's just say, iconic debut over an impact at Slammiversary too. That appears to have oh, been... God, did you see that promo? Yeah. Although he could have at least winked because it was so cruel barred. Yeah, no, impact's a bit of a hot mess. And I was like, oh, that's funny because it is and I know what you're yeah. doing. 
Oh, Southversary is going to be iconic. Yeah, I know what are you doing here? <laughs> oh, yeah, we're in Nashville, parkour country. No, no one else except you calls it that. You can't get away. You cannot get away with like sprinkling these phrases into a quote unquote natural bit of dialogue. Yeah. Like hot mess, iconic, right? Okay, I know what you're doing. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Mickey James was born here. What are you saying that for? Unless you're literally saying that she's going to come. Yeah, it's, 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 trust me, Deanna, I'm not taking the, looks down the lens, Mickey. <laughs> like, it's just ridiculous. By the way, I, I, I was reminded how old I am now because I saw, I'm just referring to your thing about this, you know, giddy excitement, like you say, so excited to see uh, fans back at SmackDown and at Money in the Bank. And obviously Dynamite was, was sensational this week as a result of the fans. <laughs> It's still that oh, it's not okay though, is it? With the Delta variant, and then I saw something in the news about like a huge pop star uh, showing up to the White House to help uh, Joe Biden do it, and then they said who it was, like Olivia Coleman or something. And I went, "Who? What's this? What's going on?" So I have no idea. It's not Olivia Coleman. Very certain she was an Oscar-winning actress, but it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's not like that. Come on, with who cares? Taylor Swift and Ed Sheeran or something like that. Anyway, uh, let's talk about my uh, tonight's SmackDown, though. And, uh, well, a question actually we got asked on the news regarding who should come out first as a result of that. Who should get that fan reaction? The, the person who asked the news said, oh, could it be Vince? But I sense there's a, a more obvious and straightforward answer. What do you reckon? Um, well, let's have a look at the docket. What's on uh, What's inside for tonight's show? We've got the fairly four way to get into... We've got the women's championship match. Got Roman, the Roman six-man tag. Um, well, like you said, they're not going to break the wheel. So just because Roman Reigns is in action doesn't mean they couldn't start with a twenty-minute opening promo. Piss myself. I piss myself. I would piss myself. Look, WWE has got this absolutely horrendous habit, right? And it was oh yes, this was great. It's a decent day on Twitter yesterday, and that God knows there aren't many of them. People go, hmm, why wasn't Darby Allen versus Ethan Page built throughout the show? Because they've been embroiled in a few oh, since literally the dynamite after revolution <laughs> or one or two weeks after that. So they've been warring um, towards and beyond a pay-per-view cycle. The last chapter of which was heavily promoted via several different angles on TV, right? But just because there was no direct promo or anything I mean, they told you it was coming. They had the graphic. You know it's coming because they've been putting on TV for the past three, two or three weeks. And people are going, ah, I need to be reminded of that. Diamond mm-hmm. Factor Goldfish. Did it have any bearings on that AEW number whatsoever? No, it did not. Right. However, WWE does this a lot. WWE, especially in recent years, has had this like demented habit of like announcing a match on social media or announcing it the week before and then doing an angle to build to it as if they don't know it's happening or they think <laughs> you don't know it's happening. Yeah. So honestly, I think, truthfully, I'm, I think a lot of people will be in a forgiven mood um, for this show. Or you might get a non-finish, or you might not get something groundbreaking, but noise, the lack of a total dystopia will help this enormously. And if Roman comes out, he deserves a reaction. He has been holding this show down. He might even come out first and remind each and every one of you that he's done precisely that. And you know what? I wouldn't mind a Roman. I'm really actually fascinated in seeing how they mm. um, handle 
the Roman Reigns character in the live context, I'm not hugely reassured that it's going to work, but that might be Willborn. Another podcast for another day. Yeah, I, like you say, I'm intrigued. Obviously, we saw the reaction he and Edge and Brian obviously got at WrestleMania. How he's received outside of a match contest is, is going to be really interesting because I'm hoping that what we'll see is people acknowledging the fact that he's just nailed this character and really, like you say, just reinventing himself brilliantly over the past year or so. And so kind of akin to MJF in, in, in AEW, for example, people go like, you're brilliant this and I love you for it, but you're a heel, therefore I should receive you as such. And they boo and they, you know, they chant you suck or whatever it, it, whatever it may be. We'll get to the, the match and the result of, of him and the Usos taking on Edge of the Mysterios in due course. Uh, let's talk about another headline match, though, as we head towards uh, SmackDown tonight. And that is the SmackDown Women's Championship match. Bailey uh, has just gone in for ACL surgery. Obviously, wish her well in her recovery. She was replaced by Carmella. This feels like a straightforward victory for Bianca Belair, right? One would hope. However, Vince McMahon <laughs> has got this like mean-spirited and yet not mean-spirited enough if you catch my meaning, I will develop that thought imminently. Fascination with heat, annoying people. We see it with like the local guy losing in their hometown with the idea of, oh, I'll get riled them, that'll rile them up. They can buy a ticket for the next show with this pal. And then there's no continuity, so they never get like the triumphant win back. Um, what is the very first match WWE promoted at WrestleMania 37? was Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley and your baby face did not go over. And that's fine if it's the plan, but surely like you should have put Seth and Cesaro on first. Like you got your baby face who's decided really intelligently over years and years and years to withhold doing that absolutely unbelievable UFO spot. And he beats Seth Rollins. Everyone's in a jubilant mood and they're happy to go on the journey, whether they get the result they want or don't or whatever. Vince McMahon likes heat. Not like good heat where people get busted open or people get brutalized and you really sympathize with the baby face and you are with them every step of the big comeback across a cycle of episodic TV. He likes shock, mean-spirited, almost for the sake of it, heat. I can honestly see a title switch coming. In fact, I would bet money on it. I would bet money on a title switch coming. Um maybe with the idea of oh, a chase will be better in front of fans. But I can honestly see them doing it just because I know what Vince is like. Well, not to tip my hand uh, when it comes to our forthcoming Money in the Bank preview podcast, got Wrestle Culture this afternoon uh, and tomorrow me and Hamlet will do an extended preview of the show. But I think Bianca Belair retains because of who I think, uh, and we've seen mixed reports on this, is going to be the final Money in the Bank entrant in the women's match from the SmackDown side of things, of course. We've got Zelina Vega, we've got Natalia making up the numbers, and we've got uh, Liv Morgan, who's moaned her way into the match. There's one spot left. There isn't. Isn't there? There isn't. I can't wait for you to guess who it is because they confirmed it on socials last night, man, overnight. But there was so much news with the Goldberg and the Becky Lynch rumours that it mustn't have got much traction. But the eighth entrant, don't look, do not look, do not look. I'm not looking. The eighth entrant has been confirmed. I would like you to guess 
who that person is. Ah, oh, sh- well, I thought it was going to be, well, I was hoping it was going to be Sonia Deville. I'd heard not recall- happening. Oh, for- or at least not happening yet. At least not happening yet. Oh, so is it, sorry, is this, so- don't please, please tell me it's not Tamina. <laughs> it is. I'm seriously, I'm not making it up. It's in fact, I've actually seen the match graphic and it was from a WWE official Twitter account. I'm just going to Google Tamina. Money. Oh, no, bang. no. Yeah, Tamina added to WWE um, Money in the Bank ladder match. I genuinely didn't see that. With, I did the news this morning. I was researching it and finding that yeah, Goldberg's coming back. Becky Lynch is going to be at Money in the Bank. I'm How can I forget? I certain in our preview tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I, I think I pick. I think I pick Sonya Deville to win the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. I'll put up. Wilborn, think of all the clicks that you've lost this company by neglecting to do your research and find out that Tamina's been added to this match. Oh. There's a talking point gone as well, but yeah. I probably should have mentioned this before, but I didn't want to. <laughs> I wanted this to happen. I wanted oh, this to happen. Oh, but here's the thing. It. It's um, I, Here's the thing, right? Probably shouldn't be nasty. Tamina's hardly inspiring. Let's be nice twice. Tamina got a big reaction at WrestleMania. Yeah. She did. And maybe the plan was for Sonia Deville to return to action. But if anyone has got a goddamn right to be hesitant about getting profiled more heavily on WWE TV, given the absolutely horrendous experience she had last year, it's Sonia Deville. So on the, well, we're in a forgiven mood, as we said. We'll be nice, Wilborn. Let's be nice. Be nice to Tamina. Honestly, I can't. <laughs> this ruined my day, this. I <laughs> Not, not because of Tamina. It's not grassing me up on Twitter because I was so excited. It's also ruined half the podcast we've recorded already. But also, well, I'm not going to do it. So just put it out. Yeah. Well, it, just I mean, I did pre pre prelude it with we're recording this on Thursday afternoon. Things can change. But my words. Oh well, I was going to say yeah. Uh, Bianca Belair is going to retain because Sonia Deville is going to get the briefcase. I, I don't think Tamina is going to get the briefcase. So it's. It, Definitely going to be Little Miss Bliss, isn't it, Alpha? Uh, <laughs> genuinely like, oh, oh, it's kind of kind of ruined my day, that has. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. 
Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Let's move on. Let's look ahead to Money in the Bank. We've been doing some actual research regarding the men's side of things, Michael Sidgwick, uh, and the fact we're getting a fatal four-way match tonight. Biggie, Nakamura, Rollins and Owens. Uh, with probably, we haven't had the spot yet, and it's either that or the bit where they all stand on the top of ladders, that spot where someone climbs up and grabs a briefcase as if they need to like rehearse what they're going to do on Sunday night. Yeah, like symbolism which is not, in fact, symbolism. It's an instruction to his idiot fans. And Vince McMahon thinks all of them are idiots. I'm not doing a mutants bit because I'm over it. Um, you will probably see some kind of visual deal. In fact, the show will probably start. Oh, the, the briefcase is hovering. I don't know why. Can't win out. So what's <laughs> the point? But yeah, look, that's the snarky side. We probably will see something like that. I remember, like, was it in 2017? when the New Day Pancakes thing was happening, The Miz on SmackDown, well before the actual match was happening, before the briefcase had anything inside of it or whatever, The Miz grabbed the briefcase. He was absolutely happier than a pig inch. I've got the briefcase. I've got the briefcase. This means I might win it. You haven't won anything. <laughs> and he opened the briefcase and it had pancakes in it. Oh, yeah. And he was like, Arr! I can't believe this has got pancakes in it. I said, like, what did he exit? I don't got a contract in it either, you stupid twat. The match is on Sunday. So, right, uh, uh, all of this, uh, WWE, WWE pisses me off. But this is non-dystopia WWE. So let's analyze the prospective quality of the match. I think it will be a lot of fun. It's the sort of thing that if I saw these guys in this sort of match in the Thunderdome, when I've seen several interactions in and around all four of them, I'd be like, right, okay, well, you can have three and a quarter star work. They um, worked in a certain gear, and the result doesn't mean anything because whoever gets momentum is probably not going to win, but there's going to be a sold-out capacity crowd there. And I hope that capacity crowd, and I think they will be thunderous. I genuinely think they will be really, really loud. Like, I know they weren't before the pandemic, but like everything's changed now. I would like them to um, really, really get behind Biggie, mm. just as a proper, undeniable. Come on, everyone loves him. He's so talented. He's so skilled at so many different things. Let's send a message. I hope a message is sent on Biggie's behalf. Um, Nakamura might put his working boots on for this. Mm-hmm. I mean, he didn't. He hasn't for like four years. <laughs> but you know, he might just get energized into doing it. Um, Rollins is Rollins is inconsistent for me, but again, it's night one. It's night one. He was great at Mania, to be fair, so I'm expecting a lot out of him. And Kevin Owens has been one of the low-key stars of this pandemic. I think Drew McIntyre gets a lot of the plaudits. Riddle does. Um, so Drew does. Sheamus, Riddle, they get a lot of plaudits. Bailey. Um, Bailey, Sasha, uh, Roman for his character work. Like, those are the m- people you think about most. But, like, Kevin Owens has been working, like, his arse off, yeah. like, a lot. So there'll, there'll be no different here. 
And I just hope this is like a reasonably like logical, half thought out deal where they decided this is what they'd be doing, right? Whether there's a pandemic happening or not, before, <laughs> during, after. Oh, let's just put four of the lads in the money in the bank match in a nothing match. That doesn't mean anything because the real stakes happening on Sunday. Like this is a bit of a if you're a WWE fan who still cares and you're not totally brainwashed and you are discerning in some way, the fact that they're doing this type of match on the first night back, I'd be like worried. <laughs> it's so tropey. It's so something they would do. And realistically, you kind of want people to be like, but it's not what that company is. It's optimistic to suggest otherwise. But the match will be very, very fun. Yeah, exactly. I think uh, it's a surprising amount of baby faces in the men's Money in the Bank ladder match. And I think this would have been a tag match had they had more than one heel knocking about, basically. But uh, like you say, I think this is going to be one of those ones where everyone is going to be just so excited to be performing in front of crowds. And yes, they know they want to, you know, not go full, you know, top gear for, for, for this because they've got big stuff, no, no doubt, planned for Sunday. And it's going to be always oh, going to be a sore old Monday morning in everyone's household off the back of these ladder matches. But I think you can already see the finish to this playing out, like you say, just mad back and forth action with everyone hitting huge moves, uh, maybe some ladder stuff, who knows. Um, and then everyone hits the finish. Perfectly legal, Cole. Mm, yeah. And, fatal four-way, so it's perfectly legal, Cole. And, uh, and I think uh, Rollins gets the victory. I think you're going to get a, a, a title retention from Bianca Belair to give that fans that happy moment. I think, not to spoil the, our prediction for the main event, but I think Edge will get the pinfall victory to send everyone like, oh, what if this happens on Sunday sort of thing? Uh, in the main event. That's So they're just going to balance it out. And also... I don't think Rollins is winning money in the bank um, for obvious reasons surrounding him and Edge and blah, 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 blah. So uh, I think they're going to have a moment with him looking like, oh, he's the most likely out of all of these because of the old, you know, classic wave. Of yeah, him. that's a well thought out explanation, Will Bourne. And he's a heel as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, related to this, a man who failed in his qualification last week and has been featured prominently in a surreal storyline. And we've heard reports of a, a happy version of his character potentially being in the works. I haven't really had a chance to speak to you in great detail about what you think of Sad Corbin and whether or not things can get any worse for him this week. He's been talking about losing loads of his money. He lost his crown, obviously. He had his car repossessed and then bought at auction, I think, by King Skane, Nakamura and Rick Boogs. I think his house was potentially foreclosed or whatever it's called so can things get any worse for him tonight i'm trying to work out how they can bully him anymore um i mean i do i have talked about this on the smackdown review so i don't want to talk about it too much because it bores me yeah uh, bores me tits off but I, i'm up for any kind of stupid wwe stuff provided it's not against the backdrop of the thunderdome he's near enough his wits end we know the uh, trademark is lurking over everything. Like, why not reveal it in front of fans? I'm, you know what? I, I'm a, look, this company has put over my investment emotionally when I used to care about it. Ritually, ritually insult my intelligence during this era where I just get paid to write about it and would not watch it otherwise. Like, I'm begging a little part of me, the worst part of me begging for a tiny little disaster just to spoil the party for these WWE shows. A little bit, a little bit. Um, yeah, justice. It would serve them right. So if they debuted happy 
Corbin tonight and everyone just thinks it's the lamest stuff ever. Ah, it'd be funny. So let's just uh, put on a little copy thing on Twitter. Happy Corbin debuts. And then boom. <laughs> boom. I think they're, they're still, in Vince's eyes at the very least, there's still a lot more juice in this fruit. It's it's not something like you say that that makes baby faces come off well, but it's what he thinks people would do in that situation. So I don't know. I'm just trying to think of something off the top of my head. He is trying to flog some of his gear outside the the, the arena because his name's not down, so he has to buy a ticket to get in, but he's got no money or something like that. Wilborn, you are completely right. I am wrong. I've forgotten in my really quite uh, petty glee about the prospect of WWE, something that doesn't go over in front of fans on the first televised show back. I've forgotten Vince McMahon's favourite song. He loves doing that. He absolutely loves doing that. Um, So you'll probably... Before unveiling Happy Corbin, they will try and concoct some kind of scenario that will convince fans to sing that to Corbin, where he might lose an impromptu match or something in a minute, in, a, in about 10 seconds, get rolled up, and like Vince McMahon in Gorilla with a Jack Nicholson anger management face, willing these people to sing his favourite little song that is really cruel because he's an arsehole. Uh, so, yeah, legitimately, I think they might do some kind of impromptu. He gets ruled up. Oh, you don't like Baron Corbin? Boo him. He's mm. miserable. Boo him. And then after booing him, he retreats up the ramp, sadly, looks around like, come on, sing the song. Sing the song. I'll get over if, I, if, the, if you sing this song. I've, I've, I've worked it out, by the way, as you were talking then. It, that's spot on booking. And they probably put him like, he can't even be someone as crap as Chad Gable or something. That's exactly what they do. But I've worked out what it is. In the meeting, I think my sources have told me that, yeah, they obviously, they're going, we're going to build this to this happy Corbin character. But in the midst of that, you know, he needs to he needs to show ass a little bit. And uh, how he does that is, and, and Vince goes, show ass, pal. Good idea. So what's going to happen is uh, he is going to be in the shower and his clothes are going to be repossessed. So he's got his ass out on telly, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's my prediction. Let us know yours on Twitter at what culture WWE. And let's conclude with what we assume, I suppose, is going to be the main event. Obviously, the SmackDown Women's Championship probably should be there, but this is WWE after all. Who bloody knows? And it is Roman Reigns and Edge, to be fair. Roman Reigns and the Usos versus Edge and the Mysterios. How do you see this one going ahead of Sunday, Sige? Um, Look, what you'd want to do for two reasons is have... um. Edge and the Mysterios stand tall because Roman's going over and you want to convey the idea that he is not, in fact, going over. So that's one reason why Edge and the Mysterios should win and Jimmy or Jay Uso can just take the fall because that would advance whatever this goddamn storyline I keep here is amazing. I don't even know what it is. I legitimately don't know what it is. I don't. But then Roman's just welcomed them back. Would a loss here allow Roman to be the best Roman. To what end, I've no idea, right? But a loss here, obviously not Roman, but Jimmy or Jay takes the fall. Would a loss here allow him to be the Roman 
that people really want it to be next week on SmackDown once the formality at this point of the Edge match is finished with. In that, I mean, like, how could you do this? I literally welcomed you back into my arms on national television in front of the world, and you do that to me so you can manipulate them. And who's manipulating who? And I'm thinking, who cares? Um, also, fans are back. Do you want to give them a result that makes them happy? Yeah, in theory. And Roman Reigns was getting jeered. In the, in the correct spirit at last at WrestleMania 37. So for those two reasons, I think, yes, this should be good. I'm hoping the match will be good as well. I'm hoping Roman will only enter the ring once Dominic's in there, like very cruelly. Like Edge and Rey Mysterio, get the crowd hot because they're really popular and they're really great. And the Usos are really great. And they have like a pseudo tag match for three or four minutes. Big opening shine, like almost house show style. Mm. Don't do heat. Just have Edge and Mysterio just beat them up. It's only one night. And then Dominic decides, oh, I want to go. It's like, daddy. Tags in. Then Roman just without the awareness of Jimmy or Jay Uso goes, right, I'm getting in. And it murders him. Murders him. Like Roman, the whole bit, like you could even do the thing, the fish hook thing that Roman uh, Edge has been building this match to, to Dominic. Like, to be honest, this is the best thing happening in WWE, even though I don't think it's particularly great, capital G, because these are characters that people like. These are characters that have unique ways of conveying their characters. There's an actual semblance of continuity to everything they're doing with it. Therefore, it's one of those rare WWE matches that's quite easy to like fantasy book or preview or whatever you want to call it yeah I I, I really like this storyline but even I have issues with wait how's Edge going to use that bottom bit of a chair on Sunday I'm fairly certain you're not allowed to use that every week with with Jay and Jimmy and obviously the callback to to Roman at at Wrestlemania and I'm sat there going well he he could do it at Wrestlemania because it was a triple threat and he's done it the last few weeks because it's not a match but who cares? It's going to be like you say. It's going to be uh, Roman, maybe just saying our oh, bollocks to this because he realizes they've got both Usos. Let's say in position, double six one nine. Edge spears them both, and then just pins the legal one, like you say, to give some some momentum to Edge as he heads towards Sunday and further develop the feud, which I think could be really good and could produce some absolutely jaw dropping matches around the SmackDown tag titles. Uh, which the Usos are probably going to take off the Mysterios in due course. But like you say, uh, they'll do the old edge pins. One of the Usos, like you say, the fallout, which will come in the, the next week's SmackDown. But also they'll crowbar some. Well, if that happens on Sunday and it's not an Uso, it's it's Roman Reigns, then Edge leaves as Universal Champion. Maybe they even have a shot of him lifting the Universal Championship up just to, for, for socials or whatever. But nevertheless, like you say, uh, a really exciting episode of SmackDown to look forward to, not only because it's a go-home show ahead of a pay-per-view, but fans are back and will be around, uh, let's just say for the time being, because forever is... Uh, I'm not sure, uh, but let us know your yeah, thoughts. Uh, and if if you uh, knew the <laughs> final money in the back entrant and thought, I could do your job, you haven't done any of the sodding research, but uh, that was a very enjoyable looking back spot. Uh, if slightly depressing ahead of Sunday. Let us know your thoughts uh, ahead of Money in the Bank and ahead of SmackDown tonight on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Watch there, you can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Sidgwick at... M. Sidgwick. 
Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. And make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts, got, uh, wrestle culture and the Money in the Bank previews, etc. to come. Already which, uh, one of which is slightly out of date, but we have fun with it anyway. So do listen to that on, Sunday, on Saturday. Uh, right, my thanks to Michael Sidgwick. Thank you for joining us. This has been the SmackDown preview and we will see you soon. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.